Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Life in the Wildlands podcast, where we discuss exciting opportunities with outdoor careers, share professional experiences, and provide advice to overcome the hurdles to federal employment. I am your host, Becky Schupelt, and today we have Kian Strusis, who is a seasonal recreation technician for the El Dorado National Forest in California. And I'm very excited to have him today as he's a former employee of mine, and he has a great story to share about how he started his career with the Forest Service. As a supervisor, he has truly been one of my best success stories on how different job opportunities can line up to launch a career with the agency. Go ahead and tell us more about yourself, Kian. Well, uh, my name is Kian Strusis. Like Becky had just mentioned, I currently work as a recreation technician on the Elro National Forest. Uh, I'm local to the area, so I've lived here for quite a long time. Basically, uh, I've been in a natural resource capacity for the past five years. I initially started uh, with the Forest Service through a, a YCC program it's known as a Youth Conservation Corps, and that was basically like a careers pathway program through my high school that uh, led me involvement with the Forest Service in my uh, current capacity as a recreation technician. So you just recently, at least a few years ago, went through the Generation Green program. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? Yeah, the um, Generation Green program is uh, underneath the Youth Conservation Corps, I believe, and it's essentially like a high high school pathways career program which essentially gets high schoolers involved in natural resources through things like trail work um, recreation management uh, there's a lot of other fields they're involved with too like with water conservation and things so it's a it's a really good avenue for kids that are trying to pursue a career in natural resources that don't necessarily know the the avenues for getting there i guess and what kind of experiences did you get from being on the Generation Green program? And what was your job exactly? Well, so technically we were classified as interns, I believe. So, but a lot of the work that we did with my crew specifically is uh, we did a lot of trail work. We did a trail restoration, meadow restoration, like I said, water conservation projects. There's a few few other specialized fields that we dabbled in, like uh, federal law enforcement careers and uh, fire management, like uh, I forget the term, but essentially uh, the preventative side of, of fire uh, rehabilitation and things. And then uh, there was quite a few other specialized fields I can't think of at the moment. But like I said, it's essentially just them getting you out there with these people who have a fair amount of knowledge regarding the Forest Service and like how the career paths correspond to like what these kids' interests are. So from there, how did you use that experience to progress? Um, well, essentially the Generation Green program allowed me to, to network because I'd say that's that's an essential function of wanting to be with the Forest Service is you gotta you gotta learn how to network. And that's a that's one of the big key points of the YCC program and other programs like uh, American Conservation Experience. Basically, they allow you to get with these experts, you connect with them, you get information regarding other specialists that you might have more information pertaining to a field that you're interested in. So it really helps you to get that foot in the door, I would say, to further your career path with natural I think resources. You went through the ACE program, which is the American Conservation Experience. So did that experience help you get into an ACE position? Oh, yeah, most definitely. That was actually one of the reasons why I was offered the ACE position was because of the 
Youth Conservation Corps, because essentially I was working with the specific district, which was the Pacific District of the El Dorado, and I I developed a relationship with the working staff there through the through the internship. They had offered the idea of applying through ACE and then getting that extra that extra merit, I guess, because you work more in a independent capacity when you work through ACE instead of it being crew based. I mean, depending on how old you are too, because I know a lot of people tend to move into ACE in their college years, but like for me, it was still fairly independent. So it was a good learning experience of the actual in and outs and the duties of what you'd be performing in a day-to-day function with the Forest Service. What is ACE or the American Conservation Experience? Can you tell me a little bit more about that program? Yeah, it's a it, it's fairly similar to YCC in the aspect of just getting people involved, and I'm pretty sure it's more geared towards uh, basically initializing college graduates with natural resource careers. Because I'm pretty sure it's essentially just like for my experience with it is. Like I said, it basically just helps you network and move forward with securing a seasonal job because it, like I said, it essentially you operate as, as a recreation technician. You're just, you're not under the forest service, but I guess it also helps in a lot of regards because it helps you operate more independently. Like they start to give you a lot more independent functions that you perform on a day-to-day basis instead of it being like you're an intern that's overseen by a crew lead. I mean, you still have management, like managerial aspects of the job. Like you still have people that manage you, but at the same time, you're entrusted with a lot more responsibility. And from there, it's basically like, like I said before, it's about being personable and like showing good character and work ethic. And I mean, I feel like any hiring manager sees those aspects in a person and they use this program as, like I said, a gateway to get that seasonal opportunity and later down the line, the permanent opportunity, hopefully. So when you started with Generation Green, I'm guessing that you were like a GS one or two? When I initially started with the Generation Green, because it was uh, stipend based, it was around the equivalent of a GS three. And then when I progressed to ACE, it went to the GS four level for pay. So you started with Generation Green, but what I'm curious to know is how did you initially find out about this type of job with the Forest Service or this type of internship when you were a high school student? Yeah, so during my high school years, um, I was honestly a pretty troubled kid, but I had always um, felt a calling for like natural resources and like conservation type work because I've always done tree work. I mean, since I could run a chainsaw but um yeah a lot of it is in part due to like my drive to want to do natural resources careers and basically i was involved with like our career counselor a lot because like i said i was kind of a troubled kid but she had mentioned that um this opportunity was open and that she felt like i would be a superb fit for that type of thing because it was something i was really interested in so I ended up applying and up securing the job. And now I'm in my current capacity as a seasonal employee. So I feel like it worked out pretty good. Can you tell me what, did you have an experience or two that really got you hooked into keep progressing in this type of career field? I would say they're not necessarily experiences, but it's definitely one of the eye openers is like the scenery and like the natural environments that, that you get to work in natural resources or conservation focused career because with the forest service like 
you get to experience areas that people dream of working in, you know what I mean? And it's basically your office. So I would say like that overall is one of the best things about working with the forest service and to tie it down to like particular experiences, I would say like, it'd probably be when I was asked to start leading projects because it helped me to develop a lot of my interpersonal skills with how I lead people. And I feel like the forest service was really integral in providing a lot of those resources for developing those characteristics. And then, so after you went through Generation Green program and then the Conservation Experience program, then you were able to be hired on as a seasonal employee with the Forest Service at a GS4 level? Yes. Last year, I worked in a maintenance technician capacity, which for most of the Forest Service, that doesn't actually exist. But it's it, I worked as a recreation technician at the GS4 level uh, initially when I got hired on with the forest service as a seasonal and then uh this year i'm hoping well i'm not hoping i've i've secured a a tentative job offer for a gs5 at the at the seasonal uh levels oh that's great so it sounds like because you were involved with these programs early on you have been able to use those to progress your career so going from a gs3 to a four and now hopefully a gs5 yeah, no, yeah, no doubt. I would definitely say it was for sure integral in my in my career pathway to get into this level because I mean a lot of that's a large part of the reason why I feel like these programs are essential because most kids don't realize that there's these types of careers out there and that they're not necessarily as hard to get into as some may believe, you know? What I mean, even even people that aren't kids or in college, like people that are looking for a new career path, say in their mid twenties or thirties, even late forties, they don't, they don't understand how, how simple it actually is. I mean, it's not simple, but it's, it's simple in the grand scheme of things to get the foot in the door for these types of career paths. So it sounds like a great opportunity for folks that want to pursue an outdoor career. And so what I'm hearing is that because of what you went through with Generation Green and the ACE program, you were able to get an idea of what different specialties within the federal agency, such as the Forest Service, had to offer. And you were able to feel and know kind of what you were more into or what you weren't into as much. Yeah, no doubt. I would definitely say that those programs help to curtail your understanding of those of those capacities within the Forest Service and kind of situate it to align with your interests. Yeah, that sounds like an amazing opportunity. Are there skills that you have acquired working for the Forest Service that you wouldn't have gotten otherwise? Yeah, I would say that the Forest Service is really great for helping to develop a lot of different skills. I mean, from interpersonal skills to physical skills like chainsaw work. I mean, um, there's a lot of things that I didn't have the slightest clue of how to do prior to working with the Forest Service. And a lot of these people that you work with are really knowledgeable in, in a lot of different capacities in life other than just conservation and experience. So I'd definitely say that there's numerous skill sets aside from the ones that I mentioned that the Forest Service helps to hone in and uh, give you a good sense on. So just curious as well, but did you have an upbringing where you were exposed more to the outdoors? 
Um, I would say not, I wasn't, I wasn't growing up in the woods per se, but I definitely grew up in natural areas. I grew up in Pollock Pines, Placerville, Georgetown area. So all those areas are relatively close to a national forest. And I mean, my family and stuff, we were big into fishing and hunting and that type of thing. So I would, I would definitely say that, yeah, it did have some type of influence in, in what I wanted to choose for my career path. And it was also more so like a, a personal yearning to want to help future generations to ensure they have uh, a world to inherit. Yeah, absolutely. I think these jobs are really important. And I think that more younger folks need to get exposed to them because you might've grown up in a rural area, but there's others that haven't, but maybe they feel too that they need to find an avenue to work outside somehow. And it's not just about being a ground pounder, as, as some would say, or heavy equipment operator. I mean, those are all viable options. But what I'm trying to do here is expose the younger folks to these types of jobs, because I've talked to quite a few people in their middle age that wish they would have known about them sooner. They might have taken a whole different career path. And instead, they chose a career path that just made money and I know that these jobs aren't going to get you rich, but what you do get paid in, in compensation is spending 40 hours a week outside doing something that you love to do. Oh yeah. I honestly believe that high schools and like our, our schooling programs in general need to start offering more things like the Generation Green program. Because yeah, it, it is it is essential that we get these these young folks, these opportunities because they're like you had mentioned there's probably quite a few people that live in urban areas and things like that that don't necessarily have the exposure to these types of careers and the forest service in itself is a fairly diverse agency and we need we need more people that are from different walks of life so yeah i would definitely say that those uh those uh career opportunities early on are are essential and that we need more of them Kian, what do you think needs to happen to get more younger folks exposed to these types of jobs? Well, honestly, I feel like, like I just mentioned, the the expansion of like programs like YCC, because the outreach and outsourcing for those types of things is fairly limited, in my opinion. Like, like I had barely caught wind of it because of the fact that because of my current living situation at the time and those types of things, you know what I mean? So I would think that schools need to expand on those things and start to, I mean, they could do assemblies. There's all sorts of different avenues that they could pursue that would get kids these, this information about these types of careers. Cause I mean, just because you grow up in an urban environment doesn't mean you don't enjoy things like the outdoors and recreating in the outdoors. So you started with Generation Green program on the El Dorado, then were able to move your way up to an ACE position with the El Dorado in the same place. And now you're been a returning seasonal employee working on progressing toward a GS5 position, which for a lot of different agency positions, this is basically an entry level job for somebody that has a bachelor's degree with no experience. So I think that's fantastic that you have not had to have the education requirements to get to a GS5 level. And I'm crossing my fingers for you because I think you're going to get it. But what is your next move after the GS5 position? Like, where do you want to plan to be in the future? Well, ultimately, I hope to 
pursue a permanent position with the forest service, be it a full-time permanent 18 and eight, 13 and 13, what have you. I mean, it's ultimately, I want to work with recreation if I can, but I mean, a lot of the recreation jobs are fairly sought after because they're the most applicable, I feel like for private career individuals. But at the same time, I feel like my, my pertinent experience with prior jobs, I, I have that, that foot in the door, you know what I mean? But I would I would say that ultimately, like I said, I want to I want to be permanent with the Forest Service within the next two to three years, and I, I'm hoping that opportunity is going to arise soon. Because, like you had mentioned earlier in the in the us talking, um, you had said that the Forest Service is implementing new policies to try to make it easier to get people on as permanents because the retention rate isn't isn't the highest among other federal agencies. So. Like with our, with my current capacity, I believe they're opening quite a few positions on my forest. So I'm hoping to apply for those this year and maybe we'll even get streamlined within the next year, depending on how it goes with, uh, in regards to like the review for my resume and my USA jobs profile. Thank you for mentioning that because the thing that people need to know is that the USA jobs federal application system, which is the only way to apply for a federal government position, whether it's the Forest Service, National Park Service, or any agency that is federal government, it's not the easiest process to go through. And what people need to know is that they need to have a strong resume. And another misconception is that we are taught in high school to only build resumes that are within two to three pages. And that is specifically for private industry positions, not federal. And so it's a very different process with the federal government, because if it's not in your resume, then it never happened. You'll never get qualified to the next level. With that, do you have any advice for anybody that's trying to get a job with the agency to help get them through that application process? Yeah, I would just say that uh, I would definitely say it's important to familiarize yourself with like the software that um, is involved with like USA Jobs and .gov and all those types of uh, government hiring and stuff. And especially with uh, how you structure your federal resume, I'd say it's important to maybe attend like a uh, resume workshop or something of that assortment to ensure that you have an idea of what those hiring managers with those federal agencies are looking for. Because initially when I started with the Forest Service, my resume was like one and a half pages long with a few references and a couple certifications. And then I actually went through a uh, resume workshop with you, I believe, and you helped me to understand that it's like you had just said, if it didn't, if it's not on your resume, it didn't happen. So they want you to basically ultra clarify everything that you're qualified to do and ensure that if you say it on your USA jobs qualifying questionnaire, because most are, I'm pretty sure for all jobs that you apply for, for through USA jobs, there's an like applicable questionnaire after you submit your resume. And that's basically like a grading scale that if you don't choose the right selections, or at least you don't, I don't want to say you don't never want to lie on those types of things, obviously, but you also want to kind of exemplify those types of experiences that you have, because just being short of one of those things, it could boot you out of the, the, even the qualifying round of getting hired. So yeah, like I was saying in the beginning, just make sure that you familiarize yourself with these processes, how you apply for these federal jobs, and you should be in the clear to get a career with uh, one of our federal agencies. 
Yeah, absolutely. I know that for, you know, I've guided quite a few people through the USA jobs application process, just getting the profile set up and getting everything set up so that when you do find or come across a job in USA jobs that you want to apply for, it's all ready to go. I mean, people spend hours doing this. And so if you ever want a job in this type of field, it's always good to set that profile up early before you find the job because more than not, it's going to be a tight deadline and you're not going to have enough time to get in everything you need to, at least setting up the profile and then getting a really good resume together. Life in the Wildlands does provide federal resume writing services to help you guide through all of that. And we're here, but you can also go into local forest service station and ask for help. It's good, like you said, networking, and that might be your way is just to go in, introduce yourself, say what you're intending to do, where you want to go with an outdoor career. And then maybe somebody can help you through at least getting that first resume developed. Within 10 years of my career, it was about at the 10-year mark, I spent probably over 200 hours building my resume so that I could finally get positions that I wanted to be. And that's a lot of the point of this podcast to share that information and advice because it's it's not an easy process and always look for help with guidance through it if you really want to pursue an outdoor career in this type of environment. And it's completely worth it. And so, Kian, I wanted to ask you, working in recreation, what have you enjoyed most about it? Um, I would say the personal interaction for sure. I like the the ability to get out there and get to get to speak with these individuals that are out recreating in the forest. You know what I mean? It builds that that personal experience with the public that helps you to build a sense of identity and gives you a kind of like a basically makes you makes you feel good about your in regards to your place in providing this like a service for society. Yeah, because basically in these positions, you're a public servant for the federal government because you are out there working to serve the public to make sure that public lands are protected and ensure that they will be for generations to come. So is there anything else you'd like to add that we haven't covered before that might be useful for folks out there listening today? I would just like to reiterate the point that uh, I feel like it's important to be yourself in these types of careers. Um, You having a good personality and a good uh, outlook perspective on life and how you view things is definitely essential to getting far in this type of career because hiring managers and these types of agencies, I mean, you might get by every once in a while being a stick in the mud, but it definitely helps when you're a lively, bright person. So I'd just like to finish on that point. Absolutely. And I think one of my highlights from, you know, my 21 years of experience with the agency is half of it's the working with the people (laughs) that I've been, you know, honored to work with. And it's because for me, it's been a lot of like-minded people that we share a lot of common interests in and people mostly that can put their egos aside and work on a common goal of natural resource conservation. I'd much rather work with individuals that were 
their priority in life was to ensure that, like I said, future generations have sustainable resources and uh, wilderness areas to frolic and recreate in. Because like you had mentioned earlier, we're not we're not doing this just for the sole sake of making a nice income because i mean you most likely won't make a super pretty penny and working in this type of industry but at the same time it's it's not rewarding in that way it's more so rewarding in the morality aspect for sure so you're getting more paid in in the experiences that you get and you know spending 40 hours a week doing things that you would have never ever done before and i know myself i've had numerous experiences where I'm like, wow, I am getting paid to do this today. Driving in a boat, riding a horse, just hiking and backpacking and all these experiences. I, I might have had a few in my personal life, but for the most part, I've been able to go to areas that I would have never gone to before, places that most people don't even go to. So I think it's a really rewarding job. Yeah, no doubt. You definitely, there's definitely people within the Forest Service and other natural resource agencies that it's all about how you play your cards. You know what I mean? Every individual in life, if you're not good with finances, you know, but I feel like, like you had just said, it definitely is experience driven for sure with these types of careers. Cause I feel like most people that are out here aren't, aren't looking at it as they're trying to earn money and they're looking at it from like we were just talking about the morality aspect of being able to help provide this sustainable future for others and for the current generation as well. Absolutely. And that's what has kept me in it for a long, long time is just knowing that I'm making a difference and contributing to the overall conservation of public lands and that they will be there for generations to come. And maybe you won't get rich doing this kind of thing, but if you really like working in the outdoors, you will be much more happier in this type of career field. Yes, most definitely. I can agree with that statement 100%. All right, folks, that's all the time we have today. Thank you so much, Ken, for sharing your story and helpful information for folks that are wanting to pursue an outdoor career in this type of field. And thank you to our audience for listening in with us today. Stay tuned for next time. For more stories about outdoor careers, subscribe to the Life in the Wildlands podcast where I will be interviewing outdoor professionals to discover exciting opportunities in outdoor careers, share professional experiences, discuss the hurdles to federal employment, and provide advice on how to overcome these challenges. And if you're interested in outdoor jobs and don't know where to start, or if you already are a federal employee with an outdoor career that's struggling to make it to the next level in your career development, Life in the Wildlands can help you on your journey check out our career counseling and federal resume development services at www.lifeinthewildlands.com or call 406-848-166.